Welcome to Grace in the Shadows with Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. How are you doing this morning? I'm making it. We yeah. can you believe we're in September? I cannot. It time flies when you're having fun. I I mean, seriously, today is what, September the third? It's unbelievable. The older you get, the faster time goes. I mean, pretty soon it's going to be fall, but not here because it's so hot. You know what I like most? Besides Jesus and besides you. Football? No. No. Coffee. Oh, yes. If you're a pumpkin uh, fanatic, yeah, they do have, now I like the pumpkin cold brew. Oh, that is good. But I don't like, what is it that everybody likes? Oh, pumpkin latte. Pumpkin latte or I, it's not as good as the. I am just not. Yeah. The culprit is good. I like the foam. Oh, because it's foam. all pumpkin. It's like nitro. Oh, yes, that's good. Yes, I actually had one at the. I didn't tell you a nitro. Well, I had a cold brew, pumpkin spice cold brew at the when I was flying. I flew to see our daughter the other day. I was so excited to see her. She got her first like car that she bought. It was really nice cool. Nice car, better than ours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. We like our car, but hers is Well, yeah, it's what's new. But I'm so proud of her for being able to do that. But anyway, at the airport, it was the first day, and I got one, which I think they're going to start selling those in July, I think, say in July. You are rubbing this in. I am rubbing it in. That's okay. I will get you one. Did you enjoy it? I did. I did think about you. Good. I did. I did. I took a sip for you. I just didn't tell you. Thank you. You're welcome. But we'll, we'll we'll get you one this week. I like the nitro cold brew. I know you do. Man, that stuff is, it's like a car. You're putting nitro in a car and taking off. Do you know they have like, I don't, I haven't seen them here, but in Raleigh at the Sheets gas store, gas station, oh. Love Sheets, um, they have. Watch your language. Sheets. Okay. okay. They have nitro cold brew Pepsi. That, really? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, but they say it tastes really good. Okay. But I'm not seeing it around here, so I don't know if you've tried that. Y'all have to let us know. Well, we are really <laughs> off topic. Well, so the topic today, is that what you asked? Yeah, what's the topic today? Uh, falling in love for all the right reasons. Okay. I think, uh, you know, it's interesting that of all first marriages, right? only 25% endure and are truly happy. That's half, sad. Yeah. Wow. Half of all divorces occur within the first two to three years of marriage. And mm-hmm. of all the divorces occurring in the U.S. today, there are more taking place in marriages over 25 years than ever before in American history. Well, I'd like to, to speak to a little bit of that. The first two years of marriage. Oh, that's You can, you can understand that. We, there were many times where we didn't like each other. We loved each other. But we were both set in our own ways, and it took us a while to be even kind to each other sometimes. Yeah. And being selfless, we were more on the selfish. Well, I'm speaking to myself, but I was on the more of the selfish side. But uh, when we made that turn and realized that our love was going to last, we had done, we had made this covenant that mm-hmm. cannot, you know, that we were not going to break it, and and you know. Now think, we're at 24 years. I think when you're getting married, you, you, you're you both separate individuals. Right. As Christians, we know that we become one flesh and mm-hmm. united and all right. that. But but there's still that individuality. Yeah, we do. We are individuals at the True. same time. Yeah. And, and I'd like to also speak yeah. to the 25-year 
mm-hmm. the one where a lot of divorces happen after that. We talked about this before. You've got to continue dating through your marriage. Uh, you've got to continue talking and spending time and not just talking about the kids, but talking about other things. Because once your kids leave the nest, you have an empty nest. Some, some, you know, some marriages, they look at each other and they're like, who are you? And they don't know each other anymore. They don't care yep. for each more. They don't like each other anymore. There's no love yep. there. So it's very important. So you don't get to that point to nurture your marriage now. And yeah, priorities get messed up. Oh yeah. You put the kids usually on top. And, and we're not perfect. We're not? No. No, no, no I'm just kidding. You yeah. know, you, you know, we get our priorities messed up. Right. And Jesus needs to be one, our spouse too. Yeah. And, uh, and kids and then everything else. Yeah. And of course, Jesus is in all that too. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah. I mean, you get busy with your kids, sports, dance, everything. You're meeting yourself coming and going, but you still have to make sure that you take time with your marriage partner. Because I think a lot of bitterness, if yeah. you're not communicating and right. you're not, it's kind of like kudzu. Yeah. Have you ever heard of kudzu? I have heard of kudzu. I've seen kudzu. Yes. It's in Georgia, especially the South. Well, yeah, it's in, I've seen it in Mobile too. It's not native to this country. Right. Native to Asia. Yeah. But what it does, it's kind of pretty. It covers all the trees and plants, and uh-huh. but it kind of just uh, sucks all the nutrients out. Well, it takes over. I mean, it starts in a little yeah. area, and then all of a sudden yeah. it's got the whole field. Yeah. It, it's very, and that's kind of like what happens with bitterness. Right. You know, when you're struggling with some sort of bitterness or anger or it resentment, takes over. it takes over yeah. and really chokes that relationship. And that's what I think is happening Absolutely. Uh, after the 20 years, that statistic, you yeah. know. All right, cool. Okay. But I think one of the things to really prepare and, and prevent this is is to really select the, a lifelong mate in the proper way. Yes. Um, so are you going to talk about that? I am. <laughs> All I right, am. cool. If it's not done correctly, it will be a disaster. Right. Okay. Most marital problems, uh, interesting enough, can be traced back to the selection of, of a mate. Okay. So the answer really is here is, is praying hard, pray passionately, and, and look for that spouse, that right spouse, and to follow the right steps. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think the first one is is to take a careful analysis of yourself, to know yourself. I think you really should know yourself, definitely, before you even think about getting into marriage. Because if you don't know yourself... But you mean we don't know each ourselves? We knew ourselves. But a lot of times people don't. don't. Yeah. Yes. So I think getting to know yourself, you know, asking questions to yourself, Mm -hmm. writing them down. Yeah. uh, What what makes you angry? What makes you happy? Mm -hmm. You know, what makes, because a lot of people are just getting uh, hooked up with with a, a possible spouse for the wrong reasons. Right. Because they're addicted to the feeling. Yeah, and if you're asking the other person that these questions, but you would never ask yourself, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I think really, really finding out you're finding out what the other person uh likes and doesn't mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. in their temperament. Right. And uh you know, maybe even having like a five year uh block of where you where you want to be, where they wanna be. They, well, you, they may not want to be in the same place. That That is true. Five, ten years. Where do you want yeah. to be at five years, ten years? I'm just glad you liked coffee. Because if you had not liked coffee, that would have been a game changer. For that me. is very true. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. I, I think another thing that a person can do to prepare is uh, develop a list of ten must-haves. Oh, okay. This is what I must have. 
in in my relationship. Uh, you know, maybe they have to be interested in uh, coffee. Coffee, yeah. <laughs> of course, Jesus. Well, right? yeah, it has to be if a Christian, and not just a Christian, yeah. a strong Christian. Right. If you're if you're a mature Christian, you don't really want to really be looking at it for a baby Christian. No. And if you're a woman, you want a strong Christian that's going to lead your family. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. And and you really need to burn them on your brain, imprint them, really heavily. Oh, I was like, what are you talking about? So you take your list and really yes. imprint it. On yourself, yeah, and it should not all just be physical characteristics. Make sure that's not that. Oh yeah, I mean, right. I know I have all those too. Right, you too. Oh, thank you, thank you. You too. But uh, except you were not tall. I wasn't. I'm sorry. I'm so short. But I married you. Napoleon that. syndrome. No, oh, you're yes. not that short. It's just we're the same height. <laughs> yeah, but when you look at this, I tell people the red, the red light, green light, mm-hmm. yellow light. When you're dating. As long as there's green, a lot of green lights. I love this person. Green light. Mm-hmm. I love this about this person. Green light. Uh, then there's something that comes up yellow light, or mm-hmm. or maybe they have a horrible temper. That's a red light. And make sure not to turn that into a green light. <laughs> make sure you realize it is uh, a red light. Or narcissistic tendencies. That's a red light. Red light. Yeah. Red means you. Sh- green means it's all go. Go go go. And yellow means caution caution. Yeah, yeah. I mean I think. <sighs> I mean, there's always going to be some type of yellow light, don't you think? I think so. But I mean, that's not all bad because it right. makes you, the yellow light makes you talk. And makes it makes you communicate yes. makes you think. But the red lights, red light you need to run away run from away. that relationship. This is not what we should do. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Be cognizant of that because I think sometimes we get those rose-colored glasses on and you, all you're looking okay. is that, and you're not looking for those red We're lights. We're just looking for love. Love. And, and it's so addictive. Yeah. That it, feeling. It produces the dopamine yeah. and all this very good feelings, and, and we're not looking. Right. People say it's like they're hypnotized, and they're it's, it's just like they're under a trance, because right. they are. Well, true, yeah. It's kind of neat how God created that. Though. Well, it is good, but you need to make sure that you're not totally depending on that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. before you get married. Well, and and with this, we really need uh, to to know as much as possible about that person. Yes, of course we have each other, but I'm talking about a single to a single person. Right. Uh, communication. Become a great listener. Mm-hmm. Uh, Definitely. You know, one of the greatest classes I had years ago in college, mm-hmm. undergrad, mm-hmm. was effective listening. Mm-hmm. It's helped me in almost every position of my life. Right. And listening is just if you're a great listener, you always have a friend. True. And effective listeners aren't sitting there thinking about what they're going to say next. They're actively listening. Right. 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 You know, it's interesting. Uh, everything that one spouse says to another spouse, uh, it has more than one message. Mm. Uh, for instance, what you mean, what you are actually saying, mm-hmm. what the spouse actually hears, <laughs> what your spouse thinks he or she hears. Right. What your spouse says about what you said. <laughs> Yeah, right. What you think your spouse said about what you said. And it's, it's kind of like that. There's one husband said to his wife, I know you believe you understand what you think I said, but I'm not sure you realize that what you heard is not what I meant. Right. To say the least, communication is very difficult. 
in marriage. Well, yeah. And, and as you're preparing for marriage, if you start having those instances, you need to ask each other, now what, I mean, if you're not clear, like if you're mm-hmm. saying something to me and I'm not clear, I need to ask you, let, let me clarify what you're saying. Paraphrase. Right. Yeah. Because I might not, you know, and, and like we talked about earlier, body language as well, it doesn't always say what we think it's going to say. So if you're, if you're confused or you just want to clarify, go ahead and start having those conversations and doing that your conversations before you get married and of course continue it in your marriage it's true it's true uh and you know the next thing is one's own emotional health yeah emotional health that's the single most uh contributor to success in marriage true so i'm not saying people with mental health issues i'm definitely not saying that right emotional uh should not get married oh no i said don't take that wrong there would not be a lot of people married (laughs) i think everyone would not be married right but uh i am saying be the best you yeah. Be as healthy as you can be. Right. Because no marriage can be any healthier than the least emotional healthy stuff. That makes sense. That makes sense. So if you are stressed all the time, you need to look at ways to help that stress yourself. You don't need to depend on the person you're looking to marry or your spouse to help you with that stress. You need to to be able to handle that. And if it needs to be therapy or, you know, doing other self-care things, that's important. One monitor you could do, I mean, one thing is is looking at making sure you're healthy, uh, you know, in every area, self-conception, the way you see yourself. Uh, I'm not saying worshiping yourself. No. I believe in selfish esteem. Right. I believe in Christ esteem. I agree. But uh, you have to have a positive view and confidence of who you are. Definitely. Uh, and then you need a right relationship with Jesus. Right. Well, that's important. Got to be right spiritually. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I think a, a very negative, uh, critical spirit mm-hmm. uh, of yourself it can really turn your marriage into a tailspin. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I mean, well, we all have those negative times, but if you're constantly, I mean, that's your negativity is your persona. That mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. not good. I and I'm not saying you know. Look, we're all negative. Absolutely, a negative Nelly. Yeah, uh, kind of like Piglet or uh, if you look <laughs> Eeyore. At, Eeyore. 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 Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying <laughs> we need to be the most emotionally healthy that we can be. Right. The best. Agreed. Um, and some dimensions that we can really look at is 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 really uh, what we're looking for in a marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dimensions that we're looking for in marriage. Is, right. In spirituality, maybe yeah. you want the person to be spiritual. You want to know Christ. You, mm-hmm, want, mm-hmm. you want to know the Bible. Definitely. Right? Intelligence, energy. I mean, and, and, you know, there's other things in here too. Um, money. Yeah. Uh, what do they, how do they view money? Right. All this stuff's important for your marriage. Definitely. So in your future, your kids. Yeah. So you need to talk about these things before you get married and watch those green, yellow, red lights. So what do you think is the, well, we know the most important. Spiritual, no, well, being yeah. not spiritual, being having Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior yeah. and walking with him and having a strong relationship with him. That's important. You know, and sometimes I say that because when I'm talking to clients, not all my clients or patients are Christians. True. And so I may come off with, are you spiritual? Right. And when I say spiritual, I mean following Jesus. Yeah. Because there's no other way. Jesus said, to Thomas, I am the way, mm-hmm. the truth, and the life. There is no other way. No. And, and you can't go into it saying, oh, well, they're not spiritual now, but I'll change them with my influence. No, run the other way. They may not ever come to Christ. Right. And, and that is a very, very 
tough marriage. That will be a tough marriage. And I know you've heard, I've heard, we we both have heard people say, oh, well, I'm going to marry him and I'll change him or I'm going to marry her and I'll change her. And then we just want to shake our heads and scream. Shake them. No, don't do it. There are rare exceptions. Right. There are rare exceptions. But most of the time, we cannot make people become Christians. Yeah. That's That's a God thing. That's a change heart thing. Well, and I, you know... I'm speaking from my experience. I had just kind of decided I wasn't going to get married because I had dated people that I was stronger. Men, I mean, most of the people I dated, I was a stronger Christian. And you don't want that. You want you want the, I mean, if you're seeking a truly, you know, Christ-blessed marriage, mm-hmm. you want somebody that is going to be the leader of the household. And I was looking for that, and I didn't find that. And I didn't, I said I was going to be the first Baptist nun. But, uh, nice. <laughs> but I met you instead, and I'm very thankful. But I, I was looking for that person to be the leader. Yes. And it's important. And you don't have a lot of leadership. Nowadays, from males, even in the church, we've we've talked about before, and that's sad. It is sad. Uh, you know, uh, it's kind of like a very anemic yes. Christianity, right? Especially in in males. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for the women or the ladies, right? Uh, churches church would, would die. All churches Absolutely. Would die. Yes. Yeah, well, that's sad to say. Absolutely. I mean, I'm glad for women. Yeah. But, yeah, but in the church we go to, though, I don't feel like it's that way. I feel like there is a lot. There's a strong I think the Till- leadership First Baptist at the Tillman's Corner is yeah. a there's a strong church there. I think yeah. it can always be stronger. Absolutely. But I think it's stronger than most. Yeah. And and you see a lot of men leading and that that's exceptional. It's really good. It's an exception to the rule, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope everyone's doing well and I hope that our single folks out there will take this. And I think married folks can learn from this. Absolutely. Because they can teach their kids, they can have friends that are single that need mm-hmm. some wisdom. I yeah. think this would be good. Shout out to Texas. Oh, Texas. Houston. Woo, San you're going to get a lot of listeners. And uh, Michigan. Charlotte. Charlotte. We've got several. Mobile. Thank you, Mobile. Oh, Mobile, yeah. Yes, we're so thankful. Have a good day. All right, everybody. Have a great day. Don't forget to check out our Facebook page, Grace, Grace in the Shadows, our Twitter page. And you can email us at Dr. Jonathan, <laughs> our dog's going crazy, Dr. Jonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. Goodbye.